This is Psychic Social, brought to you by psychic.co.uk. From the throat, we're going to be looking more at how you communicate. Are you clear? Are you understood? Are you heard? Are you being listened to by the world around you? Um, Or are you being muzzled? Are you being stifled? Are you having your speech compelled? Um, Are you being told what to think or told what to say? Welcome to Psychic Social. Thank you for joining us again on our podcast today. Now, we've been moving through the classic tarot deck recently on our recent podcasts, and we've been talking about each card in the deck, just describing what the meaning might be, what the imagery, the colours, what they might mean in that classic tarot deck. And we're talking about the classic tarot deck, which is the the illustrations by Pamela Coleman-Smith that everyone will know. Um, So now we're going to be talking about the next card in the deck in the major arcana and we've been moving through the major arcana first and we're going to talk today with victoria about the lovers so this is card number six in the major arcana uh, and it's actually number seven um, because we've started with the fool at zero but it's card number six and it's the lovers and victoria is going to take us through that in a moment but what we're also going to talk about in today's show is a little bit about reiki energy and also about chakra points and everything to do with that and all those chakra points within uh, the body and we're going to be uh, talking with Victoria she's going to take us through that later on but right now we'd like to welcome back Victoria to Psychic Social hello how are you doing hello I'm very well Oliver thanks for having me back on good stuff great to have you back here and it's great to be talking about the tarot deck again so guys if you're listening if you've got your classic tarot deck if you've got a classic tarot deck in front of you if you've got even better our QR tarot deck which you can get on Amazon um, if you've got that in front of you great if you haven't no big deal you can pause the podcast and go and find a card or go and look online and uh, we're going to have a look at the lovers now right now with Victoria so Victoria could you take us um, through this card just tell us give us a bit of an overview to begin with about the lovers card please absolutely so this is a favorite of mine because it always sparks a lot of intrigue there's so many layers of meaning to lovers and it can have a a very different you know depending on the context of what you're looking into with your seeker or if you're reading for yourself it can have really different and opposing meanings you know so I'll take you through those as best I can um for me this is one of the more visually um beautiful cards in the major arcana you know there's a lot going on and to anyone listening if they're sitting with their cards in front of them have a look at the lovers and you'll see just the intricacy there's so much detail in this card and on first glance you get this sort of image of well it looks like Adam and Eve doesn't it in the Mm. in the Garden of Eden Um, And you can see the two naked figures, the man and the woman. Um, I think we've spoken about it on on previous um, overviews of cards about nakedness being um, symbolic of vulnerability. You know, that kind of very exposed, very at ease with Mm. our surroundings, you know. Um, And so as pure soul lovers would be, you know, there they are naked and you can see the, the serpent in the background and the angel kind of looming over them. All right. So for me, first and foremost, lovers is a card of dilemmas. Okay, if you take yourself to that that biblical story um, about the Garden of Eden, 
and what happened with Eve when she was tempted, you know. And so this card for me is about temptations, the things that can be distracting us from the straight and narrow, the things that can be um, pulling us away, drawing us away from our responsibilities, the things that are most important in our lives, um, whether that is your lover, you know, your mm-hmm. romantic partner, or something else that brings you joy. Are we being kind of coaxed away by something? Are we being lured? Is there t- temptation involved here? But that kind of... Um, spin on lovers maybe makes it sound a little bit sinister you know you could be looking at that in the lightest possible regard you know it could just be a a mild temptation that you know piqued your interest for Mm. a a fleeting moment and then it passed you by but it could be something a lot bigger you know we could be looking at real life-changing temptations now um I would say I'm coming back to that word dilemmas because for me the lovers it's it can be when we find ourselves in that energy of um, feeling yeah really conflicted about which direction we're going in or it could be that we're at a, a real crossroads in life where we have to make this huge decision you know think about um your your partner gets the, the job of their dreams and it's overseas and you don't want to leave your siblings <laughs> you know and you so you have to make this absolutely enormous decision about what the best possible direction to go in would be and it's not that either is unpleasant you know it's just that it's um it's a real head scratcher and there's a lot of consideration um to to be put into it you know so really conflict dilemmas and temptations for me comes through in the lovers first and foremost right and and would you also say that um about you know more of a deeper connection there um mm-hmm. and and the and more of the drawing in of the magnetism the really really close like inseparable yeah uh, w- w- what would you say about that aspect of sort of looking at the card in that way yes so this is what i mean about the lovers being so layered because you're you're talking about that um deeply kind of um passionate strong unbreakable connection and that doesn't necessarily have to be about romantic partners you know it's it's one of those cards you can't really just take it at face value you know it looks like it might be about one thing but it could be about something completely different and yes it's about those strong um, connections so what you might you know if you pull this card for you say you're say you're single right you don't have a partner it's got nothing to do with romance romance isn't on your agenda whatsoever mm-hmm. and the lovers comes through for you you might be looking at you know what what is what is your strongest connection what is your most powerful source of passion and joy um you know what what is that thing you can't live without mm-hmm. it's really about that and so for many people that can be your lover you know the 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 romantic interest um the husband the wife you know we could be looking at it in a very sort of black and white straightforward context you know um i'll talk a little bit more about the the imagery in this card Mm because it's incredible you know i just think it's one of the most beautiful cards um there's a whole lot going on here okay so let's kind of start with obviously the the land that they walk on there it looks really green and lush and abundant you've got this kind of lovely gentle soft blue sky in the kind of lower portion Mm -hmm. of the card and that to me talks about uh again that sense of ease you know that 
peaceful ambience. Everyone is okay with their surroundings, all is well. Um, and then you can see above that blue sky there, there's a what looks like a thundercloud rolling in. Um, so that's obviously symbolic of this stormy weather. You know, what's the trouble <laughs> that's lurking? What is this source of difficulty that could be coming in and compromising this wonderful, peaceful environment that we see the, the characters in? Um, and then we've got the, the serpent, of course. I think everyone's familiar with that, you know, biblical story aren't they you know mm. we all learned it in school so there's yeah. no need to go too deep into that um you know I'm, I'm not a religious person myself so for me this is all just um very symbolic so that serpent is about those temptations isn't it mm. um we've got the the fruit um in the tree again suggesting you know abundance and a lush environment where everything is as it should be and then we've got the angel, you know, which seems to be that kind of, you, you know, you're being watched, you're being monitored, you're being um, nudged to do the right thing here. And so there's a, yeah, there's a lot going on in this card, even the way that they have their palms kind of turned upwards, you know, that's a kind of a a symbol of surrender. Or, Submissive, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's, it, yeah, it's a very honest um, kind of gesture, isn't it, to have your palms held out? I think even body language experts would talk about that, wouldn't they? You know, mm. palms up is usually a, a sign of innocence mm. um, and vulnerability, um, particularly the wrists for females. I know I digress a little bit from right. the tarot card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a very honest and open body language. So you can see they're both stood there completely in their birthday suits. Um, kind of at the mercy of something greater, it would appear, hmm. uh, is something else to say. You know, quite often when we find ourselves in chapters of life where lovers' energy is surrounding us, um, it could be that we don't feel necessarily that we have um, full control. Um, you know, we might not feel that we have a hold of the reins hmm. and that there's something greater <laughs> than us. Um, that's kind of taking charge, you know. And when you think about real dilemmas, you know, let's look at a, a kind of a typical example here. If we bring romance back into it for a minute, you know, if um, I'm just I'm pulling examples out of the air here, you know, but just to help the listeners understand. Imagine you've been in a, a marriage for 20 years and it's been a very healthy um, relationship, you know, no, no terrible difficulties, all is well at home. And then Someone else comes in and someone is distracted, okay? And it happens. Let's not pretend that mm. it doesn't happen all of the time. Now, that's a really difficult situation for somebody to find themselves in. However, there's no off button for something like that. You know, I read for people quite often where their, their predicament is that they feel a temptation or a pull, a draw towards a new energy, someone new coming into their life. And they really want to just switch off that that distraction you know they really want to not have those feelings mm. so that life can just be nice and straightforward again but of course we're humans and um we don't have that that off button do we um no. and so that can be really crippling for someone to live with that kind of distraction in their life um with all their their ego and human condition sure. <laughs> like 
<laughs> exactly yeah yeah and, and the you know obviously like we said before you know earlier on and like we're talking about now you know immediately people just gazing eyes on this card would see you know uh, take it as face value as um, a romantic relationship uh, the, the meaning behind it love between two people um, and yeah that would be what would be on face value of this card but like you said earlier a little bit earlier about complementary energies it doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic relationship um, like you mentioned you know you can have a soulmate can't you but that isn't necessarily uh, someone that you're romantically involved with it could be a soul that is with you uh, on your life journey for another purpose whether it's a mentor or someone else that you're energetically drawn to so you would say that that might be applicable to this card as well yeah absolutely it could even be your your pet you know it could be your cat your dog if there's some sort of difficult dilemma sort of situation going on around that you know if that's where your heart belongs and that's the thing that you love um then yeah that's going to come into your energy with this as well um coming back to that kind of face value and just a little bit more about romance um absolutely this card can come in to support positive messages around love you know again we're as you kind of advance um with your your reading and you start to add multiple cards together and look at spreads um for sure the lovers is going to mean very different things depending on what it's surrounded by so mm. if, for example, someone came to me and said, you know what, I'm looking for love. My <laughs> my doorway is open. I'm ready for the one to come into my life. And I turned the lovers and flanking it is, you know, the ace of cups and the two of cups. I'd be going, oh, wow, you know, this there you go. <laughs> <laughs> bingo. You know, you've got all the energy on your side. Um, that's a really, really powerful um, kind of triplet of, of symbolism around love and um, alignment and fulfillment in that regard. Um, so, yeah, you're seeing a lot of passion, a lot of desire and a lot of will to be vulnerable with someone else and to share yourself honestly with someone else. Mm. Um, of course, we'll we'll talk about it upside down another day. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it gets even more complicated. Yes, but, of course. Um... Yeah, yeah. Well, we've got those we've got those um, reverse meanings coming up once we've worked through the whole deck for everyone on Psychic Social, uh, as we spoke about before. So, thank you very much for that, Victoria. Um, well, it's great to hear everything about the lovers uh, today on this show and everyone at home you know have a look at that card listen back to this part of the podcast and also you know if you haven't got qr tarot go and check that out go and check out the website psychic.co.uk and go and look at the other meanings and videos we've got on there about the cards and just get a really good idea of what that card will mean through all those resources that we've got for you um well thanks for again victoria we're going to go into a bit of a break now um, but we'll be back very soon with victoria and we're going to be talking about Reiki energy and chakra points so looking forward to that and we'll see you after this this is psychic social brought to you by psychic.co.uk Hi there, hope you're enjoying the show today. I wanted to tell you about QR Tarot. Now this is a revolutionary deck. This is an absolute game-changing way to learn the tarot. And we've made this tarot deck in conjunction with Nikki Allen Psychic Medium, Paula Psychic Medium, and Victoria Psychic Intuitive. And this deck has QR codes on the back of all 78 cards. So it's got two QR codes 
and you scan one for upright and two for reversed. So once you scan the upright code, just take your phone out, get the camera on your phone and scan it, and it will take you directly to a video of Nicky Allen describing you the upright definition of that card. And then if you scan the reverse definition, it will take you to another video of Victoria discussing and describing that reverse definition of that particular card. And that is the same for all 78 cards in this classic QR tarot deck. And it's based on the classic 78 card deck with the illustrations by Pamela Coleman-Smith, the one that everyone knows and loves. So all you have to do is... Literally, it's that simple. Scan it, and it's one fantastic, revolutionary learning experience that we're so proud to have launched um, with Nikki, Paula, and Victoria. And in the cards, you'll get the booklet as well, which will give you a QR code on each card in, in the deck as well. So another 78 QR codes, and you scan that, and that will take you to an even deeper dive, much more information about that tarot card. And also, what we're throwing in is a free version of our taster course that comes with the cards when you buy them. So all you have to do is follow the instructions in the booklet and the cards when you get them, and you can register for your free version of our taster course. And then we also have got a fantastic deal on the main course of 10-Hour Tarot, and you can find out there what sort of discount you're going to get when you buy the cards. So you can get the cards right now. They're available at psychic.co.uk slash QR Tarot. And we'll put the link in the description below. Uh, they are on Amazon.co.uk and Amazon USA, so Amazon.com. And you can buy those cards through the website. That'll take you to your relevant Amazon site. And you can also go to Amazon as well, search QR Tarot. So if you head there, you can get yourself a deck right now. Okay, right, now back to the show. This is Psychic Social, brought to you by Psychic.co.uk. So you're listening to Psychic Social with me, Oliver Duke, and we have Victoria again here today talking uh, through the tarot deck with us. And we're also going to talk now in this particular show about chakra points and Reiki energy. So Victoria, can you tell us a little bit about um, these two particular things? Shall we start with the chakra points and maybe you can just explain going from the roots up um, to people what they are and what they can symbolise? Absolutely, yeah. Um, I think it's it's good to let everyone know before I take you through the, the kind of root to crown chakra points um, that getting into Reiki energy and understanding a little bit about this stuff is really, really helpful if you do want to develop your psychic skills, you know. So I know we're, we're here primarily learning about tarot, but truly Reiki is a fantastic practice to get into um, if you want to kind of pick up on vibes <laughs> in other ways. Okay, um, so let me start at the root and I'll take you through those seven main chakra points that we find um, in, in the body. And then I'll tell you a little bit about my own Reiki practice and kind of the, the interesting things that's, um, that come up during sessions. All right. So starting at the root, that's our source of our safety and stability in this world. And that energy point within you is found at the base of your spine. OK, so kind of deep in the pelvis, down at the tailbone. That is your um, energy centre for your stability and your sense of belonging and safety in this world. So if you are looking into your chakras, you know, you feel that you need something's up with your energy and you want to get into good alignment and you've started to talk about chakras and learn all about that. Um, first things first, if your root chakra 
is not in great shape. You know, maybe there's a lot of sources of fear in your life, um, a lot of reasons for feeling out of place or that you don't, um, you know, you're not safe in this world. Um, you're you're really going to struggle to get anything else into alignment, okay? Because a good, solid, strong root is your foundation for everything, okay? So we don't want to be building on wobbly foundations. <laughs> so first things first, when we're getting our chakras lined up, we're going to start with that root um, and maybe eliminate sources of that, you know, that discomfort, that sense of not being safe in the world. Look at how that can be um, eliminated. And so you can you can fortify that base. And then we kind of move up and your your sixth chakra is your sacral. And that's down in kind of lower belly region. Um, this is your your center for all of your passion in life. Um, this is where our libido <laughs> comes into play. Um, our creativity and the things that bring us just real uh, uninhibited joy, you know, the things that just um, I don't know, strike a match within us. You know, if you talk about the fire in your belly, <laughs> that's mm. your sacral energy, okay? Um, and so when our sacral chakra is good and healthy, we're enjoying um, a good relationship with our own body. Um, we're enjoying all of our hobbies. You know, if you're a, a painter or a singer or um, whatever brings you real passion and feel good feelings in life, when your sacral energy is flowing well, that's going to be, you know, looking really good. You're going to be feeling really passionate about your your pursuits. Um, and when your sacral chakra needs a bit of work, it's kind of closed down. Um, you might feel, yeah, a bit disconnected from your your sources of passion. You know, quite uninterested in your hobbies, a little bit um, depressed, perhaps. Um, so really important that that sacral energy is always flowing. Then you're going to move on up and just kind of at your um, above the belly button, just in between the ribs there, that is your solar plexus energy chakra. Um, so this is all your yellow sunshine energy. And this is the point that can kind of governs your um, confidence, your expression, your physical energy. You know, if you imagine all of the things that the sunshine offers you, you know, that way that you feel, you just feel really <laughs> revved up and full of life when you've been in the sunshine. Your your solar plexus chakra is kind of taking care of all of that for you. So, um, yeah, if you're feeling maybe that you're not expressing yourself very well, um, feeling a bit closed off from the world, don't really want to get out and about, um, or just feeling really fatigued, um, lethargic, um, not yourself. You might be um, suffering with lots of kind of viral infections and coughs and colds and, you know, just feeling really depleted um, and shattered. That would be when your solar plexus needs a little bit of work and some good energy flowing through it um but if you're feeling really full of beans and expressive and confident and kind of um not uh, not terribly influenced by external sources you know if you're kind of on your own path and feeling really good about where you are you've got good solar plexus energy 
All right, and then we're going to move on up to the heart chakra, just right in the centre of the the breastbone. Um, this is your green heart energy that's flowing through this part of you, and this is your bridge chakra. So it sits in the middle of your three upper chakras, which we haven't spoken about yet, and the three lower chakras, the solar plexus, the sacral, and the root. And up here in your heart centre, this is where your um, sense of empathy, compassion, your capacity for love, um, your ability to be honest, vulnerable, connect with people, connect with your family, your children, um, connect with your even your ancestors and, you know, in meditations, that's all going to come to you through the heart. For me, when this chakra is blocked, um, you know, you're going to be feeling really uh, not not great. You know, this is this is where depression really kicks in, um, a sense of loneliness or um wondering kind of what your what the point is you know you might just feel that you don't have much of a purpose in life if your heart chakra is closed down um and when it's open you are loving you know to the fullest you let people in you're able to have that kind of healthy give and take um there are good boundaries in place that's the other thing with a, a clogged heart chakra it might not be that you are unwilling to love it might be that you're taken advantage of or something like that and so we need to get better boundaries in and kind of protect um, that heart energy um but yeah if it's if it's not in good shape then you're definitely going to be feeling a little bit depressed so it's important to keep that heart chakra moving um for me that's one of the most um obvious ones to pick up on if someone's heart chakra is blocked you can almost kind of see it you know you can almost see <laughs> that that dense energy surrounding someone um but when the heart chakra opens it's really a beautiful feeling you know a lot of a lot of energy healers and people that have had that experience will talk about that that kind of physical sensation um that moves through you when the heart is opening and it's really really pleasant and it takes a lot to shut, close the heart down again as well. You know, you have to endure quite a lot of of pain um, for it to be mm. <laughs> beyond help. You know, otherwise your your heart is going to open and close like a flower with your daily circumstances. Um, but it takes a lot to close that that heart center down. I think your heart's, you know, for me that's where we're most protected. You know, if if you're connected to your guides, your your spirit family, whoever you connect with um, in your spiritual practice, I think they speak to you through your heart centre. You know, you can really feel it. It's lovely. Um, and then moving on up to your throat chakra, so obvious where that is. Um, that's your, your blue energy. And this is all about your communication. So we talked about expression coming from the solar plexus. From the throat, we're going to be looking more at how you communicate. Are you clear? Are you understood? Are you heard? Are you being listened to by the world around you? Um, or are you being muzzled? Are you being stifled? Are you having your speech compelled? Um, are you being told what to think or told what to say? Do you have control over your speech and your communication? Um, that's really kind of more what's coming into play with the throat. Um, 
if you're in a situation where you're feeling rather oppressed um, or repressed, then that throat is going to be clogged up. Um, for me, there's a lot of physical things that go on with the throat. You know, it's quite a telling if, if, if the throat chakra needs some clearing, you will find um, that you will suffer with coughs and sore throats and scratchy, you know, tickly coughs and things like that. Um, for me, I had a, I had a blocked throat chakra for many years. That <laughs> was a really tough one to open, um, but I got there in the end, thankfully. Um, now, moving on up, where have we got to? We're at Ajna, so our third eye chakra, right in the centre of your, just right between the eyes. Um, that is your, your third eye chakra. So this is your kind of indigo energy. Um, and this is your, um, your intuitive connection. Okay. So if you find that you have a lot of psychic, psychic experiences in your life, um, then you've got an open third eye. Okay. And that's where all of that kind of esoteric information is flowing into you all of the things that can't necessarily be explained um the things that yeah kind of drive those gut instincts um that sense of understanding what it is that you need to do um in spite of not having any tangible evidence in front of you you know that invisible guide so this is the difference between those upper chakras and lower chakras with the third eye and crown that we'll talk about next, those are kind of all about that spiritual connection and that um, that kind of esoteric energy flowing into us. And the lower chakras are about our connection to this physical realm. Okay, so more ego-based um, and helping us to, to physically move through this world. Okay, but your upper chakras are more about that spiritual connection um, your connection to source energy and your pure form, your higher self, which leads me nicely onto the crown right in the top of your noggin. You've got that wonderful gateway, this, this channel of healing energy. This is your protection. This is your, um, I don't know, I think a lot of people listening might be able to think of examples of, of moments in their life when they felt that there was divine intervention you know, I know personally, I had a, a near miss in a car accident once upon a time a few years ago. And the way things kind of slowed down, you know, it was like slow motion and I was taking in all the details. And it was almost like I had a, a, a full minute to consider what was going on around me. And of course, in real time, that was nanoseconds. And um, anyway, I came out unscathed and it was a really bizarre situation um, but I know, I know something came in to help me there. You know, I felt it. Um, the whole world slowed down. And I think a lot of people can, um, you know, think of stories or know someone um, in their life that can tell a story like that. And for me, that is that that crown connection um, to the things that keep us safe, to the things that are, to the energy that is willing us on. So whatever that is to you, um, that is your that is your connection. Um with an open crown, it's important to be careful that you're not letting your whole kind of flow of energy be bombarded too much. People who move through the world with an open crown find that they are the most absorbent. You know, they're taking in the energies of everybody else around them, um, you know, feeling all the feelings, um, hyper aware of everything that's going on. 
and their environment and that can be really quite tiring you mm. know you've got so, to learn so, to protect yourself haven't you um absolutely. i mean we spoke a little bit about well a fair bit about that in the in the course to now tarot didn't we about in the mediumship section and other places where it's how it's important to you know when you open up all these uh, the chakra points and you open up your crown chakra how to protect yourself especially before you're going to be exposed to certain yep. types of people or you're going to you know collective areas where the collective unconscious is very negative you know um, absolutely you're going to be taken soaking it all in like a, an invisible sponge yep. okay that is your crime you're going to feel like crap when you when you get out of there aren't you you know <laughs> yeah you're going to feel shattered you're yep. going to feel like you just don't want to stare at a wall <laughs> until yep. you recalibrate you know and i'm definitely you know i still um forget to take my own medicine and get caught short in these situations you know so i i do certainly have a a limit on socializing and things for that reason um but yeah you're taking it all in through that crown so best advice in a nutshell is to ground down make sure that your root is really solid so you're always going to be feeling safe and that you can take on whatever life is throwing at you and then make sure that heart is nice and open that you're loving freely and your crown just make sure you're shutting things out because it's great to have an open crown when it's needed you know, when you want to open up that connection, when you want to take the time to bring in advice from, you know, talk to your higher self, whatever it is you do in your meditations, whatever your practice is. Um, but in between, you know, if you're going out to the supermarket, you might want to just make sure that that's closed down and protected because you're just having your energy zapped for no good reason. Um, because while we're here in 3D <laughs> and not um, out exploring <laughs> the far corners of the universe we really need to be grounded in reality don't we we need to be rooted down yep. and uh, yep. prepared for the world around about us so yeah keep that crown closed as often as possible when you're out and about <laughs> well thank you that's a great explanation of um all the chakra points very detailed for everyone there and um yeah like i said before you can just kind of rewind that if you want pause and rewind and listen back to that and take that in uh and maybe do a little search online for for some imagery as well as you can see and, and marry those those things together um now i did hear um online in the last few months about I read something about or saw something about the chakra points from from root to crown being uh, symbolizing um, the, I want to say air quote, stairway to heaven, whether that's in a religious perspective or not. What would you what was your, what's your take on that? You know, where, where you kind of open up these points and going from the root and then slowly working your way up to the crown to the point where you are awakened if, if, if you like. What do you think about that? Yeah, so um, I understand the, the concept of, you know, reaching nirvana, I suppose that's that's what's meant by the, the stairway to heaven, isn't it? And mm. that kind of, um, that soul evolution toward enlightenment. And so, um, yeah, I can understand that, you know, if you if you always have all of your chakras in perfect alignment, I can understand um even in this physical plane, you know, having that that experience, but then who really has the time to sit in meditation for twenty three hours a day? Mm, <laughs> you mm. know, it's um, we've all got things to do. So yeah, I do understand that um, concept, and I think it's really um, interesting. But unless you make it your life's purpose to achieve that, it seems rather um, out of reach for most of us. Yes, yeah, mainly in sort of yeah. yeah 
<laughs> Buddhist temples, you know, but Buddhist monks in temples, kind of thing. Absolutely, you know. So I, oh, I, I'm too much of a fidget. You can't get me to sit still for that long. <laughs> okay. But I think what it is is, as as we, as you know, average Joes, as we move through the world, I think what we'll find is we have opening and closing of all of our energy points all of the time. Mm. You know, you you have a a difficult situation at work that's really knocked your confidence. You bet that solar plexus is going to shrink right up mm, for mm. A, few, a few days until you've licked your wounds, until you've talked yourself through it and got back onto form. You know, so think of it like I imagine the chakras as as like flowers. You know, the, the way that they might open and close. Imagine that, and um, they can be frightened. You know, by the sure. slightest knock. You know, if you're not really really solid with your energy, um, they can shrivel up and shrink away. Um, and really need to be kind of coaxed <laughs> back open again. You know, it's it's um. So yeah, I think I think we just kind of take take what we get on any given day. You know, um, we're always going to have broken hearts. We're always going to have um, failures. We're always going to have disappointments. And so I think for most of us, it's nigh on impossible, isn't it, sure. to have perfect alignment and climb that stairway to heaven <laughs> exactly well i mean that would lead nicely into into talking about reiki but in this particular show we're sort of running out of time at the moment unfortunately but would you want to come back and tell us about reiki in much more depth on the next show and maybe we can discuss that and you can tell everyone about that in in the next uh, podcast absolutely bring me back on for the next card then and i'll do that for you <laughs> great that'd be fantastic okay i'm sure everyone would want to hear about that and hear how that kind of links in with the chakra points that'd be a nice sort of leading um okay. well thank you so much for joining us today victoria i'm sorry we've run out of time it's great chatting with you again today about um, the tarot deck and and about all these chakra points and um Yes, before we let you go, we need to let everyone know again that you have your wonderful code for 10-hour tarot and it's currently £97, but you can get it for £77 with Victoria's code, which is VIC20, V-I-C-20. So you just need to go to psychic.co.uk slash learn tarot and we'll put a link in the description down below as well. And you go there, you hit buy course now button, the big green button, and you can go through to check out and enter your coupon code in there, VIC20. We'll put that down below as well and you get 20 pounds off for 77 pounds which is actually pretty much a steal for that course for all the information you're going to get um and you can also pay in three with klarna uh, which is 25 pounds 67 or something like that per month for three months so yeah get involved with that and also we'd like to ask you if you are enjoying these podcasts uh please do leave us a review if you're listening on apple podcasts specifically please do leave us a lovely review um it all helps us deliver this content to you uh and we'd love if you could do that for us at some point that'd be great um well once again thanks very much victoria for uh, for coming on and um we'll chat with you on the next one thank you speak soon speak soon bye You've been listening to Psychic Social, brought to you by psychic.co.uk.